Just a housekeeping note before we get started today, guys. If you go to the website, you will notice we have a new donate button. Every cent that you donate to us goes back into the show and makes it a little better. And we can't tell you how much we appreciate it, no matter how much you give. Thanks a lot, guys. Now let's get down to business. This podcast is recorded in front of a live studio audience at Legend Comics in Omaha, Nebraska. Sort of, sort of break it, break it down like good. Hey, this is Jeremy Hahn, artist of Topic House Artifacts. You're listening to the Two-Headed Nerd Comic Cast with Joe and Matt. Welcome to episode 21 of the Two-Headed Nerd, where we're talking about comics and nerd news for the week of Wednesday, June 8th. This fine Saturday, we're not recording live from the first <laughs> Contagion Con at the Quest Center in beautiful downtown Omaha, which isn't pretty cool because they didn't have power at our booth. We're going to go ahead and stick with our script because we didn't have any time to write anything That's right. New. We're just going to pretend like we're there. We're rolling with it. Don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. My name is Matt Baum when I'm not frowning at the Decepticon semi-truck that's here. Because I just know it means Jerry Bruckheimer is going to introduce an evil version of Optimus Prime in the third Transformers. <laughs> I'm writing about and appraising comics for WorthPoint.com. And I'm Joe Patrick, manager of Legend Comics in Omaha, Nebraska. And when I'm not blushing and chuckling every time Jules State from Firefly glances in my direction, I'm the artist and co-creator of Good Plus Online. This week we break from our normal format to follow the ever-unfolding story that is the massive DCU reboot. It's an epic for our time. After that, if we're still conscious, we're going to skip our in-depth reviews and add two extra titles to what we're calling the super-massive ludicrous speed round. Oh, man. We'll talk about a couple comics coming out next week that you should be reading and even find a couple of seconds for our monthly Ask a Nerd session. But before we get to all of that filth, florn, filth, let's tip over the replica light <laughs> cycle, punch all the Walking Dead zombies, actors in the face and flip the bird to the face painting carnies out front while screaming hey perverts paint this and check out this week's big news dc has dominated comics news over the past week and a half and understandably so love it or hate it this relaunch reboot whatever is a huge deal and not just for fans but for retailers and creators And those regular DC creators that are absent from the relaunch as well. Since our last episode, DC has revealed solicitations for all 52 of their new titles. And there are a lot of surprises. Not just in terms of what they announced, but also what's missing. We'll get to that. But for now, Joe and I are going to run down the list and give our knee-jerk reactions. We haven't done knee-jerk reactions for a while. It's going to be fun. Don't we do it every week? (laughs) Now, we already addressed the first 10 or so last week, so we're not going to rehash that. Except to say... Now that we have full solicits for all of them, it sounds like the Firestorm book is a complete reboot. Yeah, the Furry of Firestorm. Listing Jason Rush and Ron Raymond as high school students. They didn't know each other. Have never met, are just now becoming Firestorm for the first time. And how did Blackest, I thought Blackest Night stood. Yeah, well, you know. We'll find out. (laughs) So the rest of the original 10, the solicits, of course, talk about bold new visions and blah, blah, blah. Sure, sure. But nothing really meaty in that other than Let's get to the new stuff this week. So. Here are the goods. Matt, let her rip. Action Comics number one, Grant Morrison and Rags Morales. Good yes. news here. Not a complete reboot, but definitely some changes coming to soups. Sounds we, like an origin story this in one's this post-Flashpoint universe. This one sounds like origin Superman number one, written by George Perez, with breakdowns and covered by George Perez and art by Jesus Marino. This is the new adventures of Superman. Current day. Current day. Married or maybe not. Yeah, sounds kind of rebooty Lowe's to me. Lane fans, take note. <laughs> Superboy, number one, written by Scott Lobdell. Oh, real quick. Whoa. Uh, 
ridiculous Superman costume. I'm going on record. I'm telling the internet. I hate it. Hate the boots. Hate, hate the, the whole boots. thing. He looks like Ultraman from the Crime Syndicate. Kind of. Moving on. Superboy, number one, written by Scott Lobdell with art by R.B. Silva. Love he, him. Love him. Jimmy yeah. Olsen, uh, one-shot artist. He's Superboy, great. still a clone, although no mention of Cadmus, Star Sounds Labs, Sounds like a reboot to me, man. Sounds kind of reboot. Nah. Supergirl, number one, written by Michael Green, question mark? Uh, they were sc- Smallville oh, writers. Oh, Michael Green and Mike Johnson yeah. from Smallville. Smallville writers, they had a long run on Superman, Batman. Art and cover by Mahmoud Asrar. I love him. He did Dynamo 5. He's very good. Yeah, he is good. Uh, also sounds like pretty much a complete reboot. Maybe. Um, I really love the redesign. Batman number one, written by Scott Snyder, art by Greg Capullo. We saw this one coming. Yeah, I'm glad Snyder's still in the Batverse. Greg Capullo's a weird choice, but hey. And it sounds like they're picking up pretty much where Snyder left Yeah, off. I think everything that's been built by Morrison. With and Bruce as Batman. Uh, Bruce is, is the one and only Batman. Detective Comics number one, Batman gets his first Detective number one appearance. However, it's written by Tony Daniel, nah. which is too bad. You know, like, and his art is so good. I love the art in this book, but man, this story is just blah. Batwing, number one, written by Judd Winnick with art and cover by Ben Oliver. This is a Batman Incorporated character. This is like- The Batman of Africa. Batman in Africa. Of all of Africa. The token black bat character that they're throwing in. Because Orpheus wasn't doing the job, Orpheus apparently. is dead. Whatever. So is Asriel. He'll be back. Batman <laughs> the Dark Knight number one, which I could have sworn they're only up yes! to issue number three. <laughs> like, Finally! Hey, David Finch. Uh, and again, the Dark Knight struggling against a strangely familiar foe. This is nothing new. I don't know that we need it. Yeah, the the main Batman books, the only thing I care about at all is Scott Snyder. Perhaps so. Batman and Robin, written by Peter I Tomasi. Stand corrected. Yep, art and cover by Patrick Gleason. And this looks like, again, God. Bruce and Damien running around, father and son team. So they're picking up where they left off here. Not a reboot. I like yeah. it. Uh, Scott Snyder actually had an interview this week basically saying, Everything that looks like is happening, at least Batman-wise, is going to be explained in story. That means the developments with the Batman family characters, which we're about to get to. Yeah, let's um, let's talk about one of those developments real quick. Batgirl, number one. Arguably the, not arguably, the most controversial. Written by Gail Simone. Thing to come out of this announcement. Art by Adrian Seoff with Barbara Gordon, Babs, up and running around whooping butts. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, I, I don't know. The First of all, they're calling is, her Batgirl. Is she going to be young? I don't know. And it doesn't give us anything here in the solicit. To, Gail, in, Gail Simone did a very like heartfelt and and touching uh, interview. I read interview. that. It was good. And like, unfortunately, she's just not in a place where she could just say, it's going to be okay because of this. This, yeah. this and this is going to happen. But she did make it sound like, don't Obviously, worry. Yeah. I have so much respect for this character that I'm going to make sure this right. works. And, and if I anyone trust can Simone. do it, it's Gail it's just it's just such a shock because Oracle was such a strong character, let alone the fact that it's just like, hey, in the DC Universe, the lame can walk again. Yeah, suddenly. Uh, or she never got shot. We don't know. Yeah, that, this one is a one to watch because- And she might be a little girl. We don't know. Depending on how they handle it. It's we're also be... getting Batwoman yeah, by J.H. Williams, which is going to be great. But again, now you've got a character that was about the same age as Barbara, maybe a little older, a little younger, and you've got a Batgirl and a Batwoman. Now, here's one I'm excited about, and I know that the internet might not agree with me. Nightwing number one by Kyle Higgins and Eddie Barrows. Love the new costume. I like the new costume. It's very Batman Beyond. Yeah. I like it. I mean, it looks just like his old costume, but red instead of blue. I like it. I'm just really excited to have Nightwing back uh, to have Dick kind of strike out on his own. Okay, they got Higgins. What does he write? 
Kyle Higgins is the guy that's co-writing Gates of Gotham with Scott Snyder. Okay. He's also doing at least one other book in this relaunch. We'll get to it. Okay. Uh, we've got Catwoman number one, written by Judd Winnick with art by Gillum March. This seems kind of like the replacement for Gotham City Sirens. Yeah. This is Catwoman. It sounds like they're taking her back to this the bad pretty, girl roots. This sounds kind of rebooty to me. Um, I actually was way less interested in the thief Catwoman than I was the kind of anti-hero protector of yeah, her the, own the neighborhood Ed that Ed Brubaker did. Yeah, that was good. Um, that said, I like Jed Winnick. I'm glad he's doing at least one of these books. And this will probably be oh, fun. Oh, he's doing two, Batwing as well. He's got two. Uh, so we'll see. Birds of Prey number one. This is another one that's kind of got fans in an uproar. Written by, written by uh, Dwayne Swarzynski. Who I, I really enjoy. I love Dwayne Swarzynski. Art by Jesus Sayez. Uh, who was actually the artist on the book already. Who's this, really good as well. Yeah, uh, former Manhunter artist. Mm-hmm. This one's got what appears to be, well, they confirmed that it's Black Canary. And then what, uh, and Poison Ivy on the cover. Weird. But then two characters I didn't recognize at yeah. all. Somebody thought it, like they're, one of them might be Katana from The Outsiders, which oh, could be. I don't, I don't hate that. Uh, but they list this, uh, they mention one called Eve Crawford, codenamed Starling. What? And I don't really know who that is. But they're like covert ops, lady adventurers fighting villains that clean here, like bright, shiny heroes can't touch. And I and think that's, that's fine. pretty great. But don't get rid of Lady Blackhawk, you know? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I think like this her. might be kind of a ground up Birds of Prey reimagining. It kind of seems like it. Uh, and speaking of reimaginings, Red Hood and the Outlaws number one. Oh, boy. By Scott Lubdell, the big winner in this reboot with Why is this three ongoing titles. Red to his Hood name. and the Outsiders. I don't, I don't get it. I don't know. Art by Kenneth Rockefort, who is the current artist on Action Comics. And good. Yeah. This is like Jason Todd, Arsenal, and Starfire. Arsenal with both arms. Arsenal with, with both fleshy arms. Yep. Kick-ass trucker cap. Yeah. And Starfire? They're calling Starfire an outlaw? Uh, they're saying Starfire, former prisoner of intergalactic war who won't be chained again. Dumb. No, I mean, listen, I'm <laughs> I, the idea of it. The idea of it, I'm not. I'm not down on. Uh, the cover doesn't do it for me with with uh, Ar- uh. especially Arsenal, but this sounds like Jason Todd trying to put his villainous past behind him. I, mean, I don't I really get it, know. But just make it an out. Call the book the Outsiders uh, and yeah. have them have them as the team. Time will tell on this. The one. Red Hood and the Outlaws. <laughs> it's just dumb. We have to move on. Moving right along, Justice League Dark by Peter Milligan and Mikkel Janin. It's the supernatural characters from the DC universe banding together to Shade handle Shade the Changing Man, Madame Xanadu, Dead Man, Zatanna, John Constantine. That's kind of fun. Yeah. So it's like the the scary stuff that the main Justice League just can't handle. Like a magic Justice League sort of. Basically. Swamp Thing, number one, <gasps> written by Scott Snyder. Yes. I'm so happy about this. Art and cover by Yannick Paquette. I am so oh. happy about What's this. even better is that the rotating fill-in for Yannick Paquette, because he's not, I mean, he's just not fast enough to he's do monthly, slow. is uh, Francesco Francavilla. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. amazing. Love it. <laughs> Animal Man, number one, by Jeff Lemire. Art yeah. by Travel Foreman, who I also really like. I, I can't believe Animal Man's making it back. Yep. I wonder how long you'll stick around. <laughs> Frankenstein, Agent of Shade, number one, also written by Jeff Lemire. I, Vampire, number one, <sighs> written by Joshua Hale Filakov. Who is he? Um, no idea, right? Art by Andrea Sorrentino. No idea. Let's see how long like, this one It sticks sounds around. like Twilight, but with uh, superheroes. <laughs> 
I don't know. I loved I Vampire back in the day. This one's for the kids. And now, the Joe Patrick surprise of the week. <laughs> Resurrection Man number one. Like, well, we needed this back. Oh, man. We needed it. By Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning. Because Joe Patrick demanded uh, it. Art by Fernando Dagnino, who I'm not super pleased with, but whatever. Love Abnett and Lanning. Abnett and Lanning were the original creators of Resurrection Man in the 90s when the book was drawn by Butch Geis. I love Resurrection Man. It's about a guy. He's who, a great character. He's about a guy who dies and and is resurrected. And every time he's resurrected, he has a different, different superpower. Yeah, I love it. I, I'm so excited. This book's coming back. Could not have told you that that was coming. No, did that not. That is a complete no. out of left field. Uh, Demon Knights number one. Yeah, by Paul Cornell, who I like. Art by Diogenes Neves, our pal from last week right. or two weeks ago. He's gonna come find us. Uh, this is a book set in the Dark Ages. And it's basically like Jason Blood and the demon and Madame Xanadu um, fighting stuff. Could be fun. I don't know. Fantasy magic title. Yeah, Could be fun. Could I be. have a feeling it doesn't last six issues. No. That's just me. Here's another one I didn't see coming, but I'm so excited for. Stormwatch number one. Unreal. Because you know what was wrong with the Wildstorm universe? Not enough Martian Manhunter. Anyway, listen. Stormwatch, Stormwatch <laughs> number one it. by Paul Cornell again. Art by Miguel Sepulveda, who did uh, I, I yeah, really the like. Thanos Imperative from really Marvel. Like. It's basically Stormwatch policing uh, superhumans. This is complete reboot. This is the Wildstorm universe. It's a complete reboot, yeah. Farted into the DC. I'm going to read the solicit because uh, it's just interesting. They are Stormwatch, a dangerous superhuman police force whose existence is kept secret from the world directly following the ominous events of Superman 1. Adam 1 leads half the Stormwatch team to recover the... Information redacted from deep in the Himalayas. Meanwhile, Jack Hawksmore and the rest of the Stormwatch crew look to recruit two of the deadliest superhumans on the planet, Midnighter and Apollo. <laughs> and if they say no, perhaps the Martian Manhunter can change their minds. Martian Manhunter, wacky. Midnighter, this the is, Apollo, and Jack Hawksmore. Wacky. When I saw that, I my heart skipped a beat. Yeah. I cannot wait for this comic. I'm curious to see how they fit these guys in the DCU. Uh, more from Wildstorm. We've got... The very unexpected voodoo number one. Oh, uh, yeah. Man, did I need that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, written by Ron Mars with art by Power Girl's uh, Sammy Basri. Looking to cash in on the top cow dollar, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Your bad girl comic. I, this sounds like DC's Witchblade. Sure does. Um, and I'm really sad that Power Girl, finally from Wildstorm, Grifter 1 by Nathan Edmondson with art by Cafu. <laughs> really need this to be good. I uh, love Grifter. <laughs> yeah, it's it's basically uh, Cole Cash like killing things that no one else can see. It sounds like they're they're touching on the Daemonite type thing. Yeah, like he's, they're gonna he's killing of, things that look human, but they're monsters and yeah, only he can see Which were the Daemonites? I mean, that was a story yeah. with Wildcat. It was sort of like they live with Rowdy Rowdy Piper, which I loved. Moving on, Deathstroke number one, also written by Kyle Higgins, art by Joe Bennett, with cover by Simon Bisley. Fun. That could be a good time. I don't know. I'm so tired of Deathstroke. Uh, well, you know, this could be a bottom-up reboot for it. So yeah, who knows? I guess, I guess. Suicide Squad, number one, written by Adam Glass. Refresh my memory. Go. I got nothing. Yeah, me either. Art by Marco Rudy. If it's a good Suicide Squad book, I'm in. Uh, Marco Rudy did the the Red Circle Shield reboot, and his art is amazing. It was really good. Yeah. OMAC, number one, written by Dan Didio and Keith Giffen, because oh, we demanded man. it. Art and cover by Keith Giffen. I give this – well, actually, it won't get canceled because the president of the company is writing it. Co-publisher, please. Co-publisher, pardon me. Blackhawks, number one, which I'm excited for. Me too. Written by Mike Costa. Oh, man. Art and cover by Ken Lashley. And it sounds like they're doing something similar to, like, the Black Razors in Wildstorm. 
where there's sort of this reactionary police force yeah. with like weapons and you, robot DC, suits and dear DC a mercenary book starring the Blackhawks written by the guy that writes G.I. Joe Cobra <laughs> yeah I love you forever excellent idea Men of War number one written by Ivan Brand and, and art by Tom Derenick this is their war book that they're doing but Sorry, they're sort of don't like Tom Derenick war stories set in modern day in the DCU it's Sergeant Rock's grandson I don't know how the, we'll have to see how this one's executed but I'm kind of shaky on it all-Star Western number one written by Justin Gray and Jimmy Palmiotti. Unexpected. Art I thought Hex cover, was going away. Art and cover by Moritat. That's very cool. Moritat is awesome. And it looks like they're going to give Jonah Hex another solid chance and also bring in a lot of the other Western it's characters. It's going to be kind of an anthology. It'll be Jonah Hex every month with backups featuring other characters like Batlash. This and sounds like guys. a lot of fun. I'm excited for yeah, this Yeah, I one. seriously thought Jonah Hex was not going to make it through this reboot and I'm yeah. really pleased it's still sticking around. Alright, and finally our last batch of new books we've got Teen Titans number one written by Scott Lobdell art and cover by Brett Booth this one had me really worried hate that Red Robin costume because a lot of it looks like they're rebooting these characters from the ground up yeah Thank God, like last night, I saw these solicits and it listed Tim Drake as Batman's former sidekick. Yeah. So Tim Drake is not being rebooted. He's he's Red Robin in a costume that looks like uh, the Falcon should be wearing it. Yeah. but uh, And I would like it if it were on the Falcon. The character designs are straight up awful for all of them. Sleeveless, tattooed Superboy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I can relate to that. I'm never wearing sleeves. I'm uh, not wearing <laughs> sleeves now. Wonder Girl looks like a ground up. She's a thief now. Dumb. Uh, Kid Flash. It's Bart, not Wally. So there's that. Yeah. But that means there's no mention of Wally at all in this reboot. Anywhere. And this will have to be an amazing story. Yeah. Because right now I am we shall not see. on board. Static Shock number one uh, by Scott, uh, written by John Rosam. I think co-written with Scott McDaniel. John Rosam, one of the original Milestone creators. Obviously, Dwayne McDuffie's passed. Right. So John Rosam is is a good choice to step into those boots. Uh, art by Scott McDaniel. Nothing really to reboot when it comes to static. Yeah, I, they can I do whatever they want here. As far as modern readers are concerned, he's a blank slate. Anyway, and they've been talking so. about a Milestorm reboot for three years now. Four years now, I think. Milestorm? Milestorm. <laughs> Hawk and Dove. Written by Sterling Gates. <laughs> what we love. Thumbs up. Art and cover by... Superstar artist Rob really? Liefeld. Really? <laughs> Rob Liefeld gets more paychecks. Uh, and I'm not even going to pile on. Um, you know what? I'm better than that. I'm not going to pile on the Rob Liefeld Ducks bandwagon. I met Rob Liefeld at Chicago. Con He's a the nicest ago. guy he in the super world. Nice and ultra aware of his own reputation. Yes. But that I just said, don't get this. And, and uh, listen, it, it also makes some sort of symbolic He's, sense. This is where he started. Hawk and Dove in the 80s. It's the Hawk and Dove started. reboot in the 80s was his like name. It's Rob Liefeld's first DC work, I think. First DC work, yeah. Yeah. So, but that said, no. <laughs> We've got Blue Beetle number one, uh, the return of Jaime Reyes uh, by Tony Bedard with art by uh, I.G. Guerra. Sorry. Guerra. Let's Guerra. go Guerra. Yeah. I loved the Blue Beetle series. Tony Bedard is a guy that I Who's enjoy Blue Beetle? most of the time. It's, it's Jamie Reyes? It's Jaime Reyes, yeah. yeah. We'll see. His name is Jaime, not Jamie. Jaime. Uh, anyway, uh, it's a pleasant surprise to see him back. And here is the the final two books that tug on my own heartstrings. Legion of Superheroes, number one, written by... Paul Levitz with art by Francis Portella. DCS said that Legion of Superheroes is basically the book least impacted by the reboot. Well, I mean, it's in the future. Which, I mean, honestly, they deserve to be left alone. Yeah, Because normally reboots come through and demolish the Legion. And then we've got 
The last new book, Legion Lost Number One by Fabian Nicieza with art and cover by Pete Woods. Sounds like fun. Up. Sounds like fun. Uh, I'll Legion just, in the modern day DC. I'll read this quick solicit. Uh, seven heroes from the 31st century have traveled back to the present day. Their mission, save the future from annihilation. But when the future tech they brought with them fails, they find themselves trapped in a nightmarish world that for them is the ultimate struggle for to survive. That sounds awesome. It sounds like fun. Yeah, and then the other Legion book is dealing with like their seven best members being missing. Right. <laughs> so, well, that was pretty ridiculous. Oh, my uh, God. Let's talk about what's missing from this list, though. No mention of the JSA at all. Yep. Nothing Shazam or Marvel Family related. Nope. Secret Six canceled. Yeah. I hate it. I loved Secret Six. I really loved that book. Like, I mean, there's. let's talk about some creators that aren't here. There's a whole list of dudes. James Robinson's name is nowhere on this list. But, I mean, there's a very long list of people that are not involved in the reboot. What has not been said, though, is whether all of these are ongoings or some of them are minis. There's just no way that a lot of these are going to continue. There's no way. And all the creators at DC are, are saying, look, we can't tell you what's happening. Yeah. I mean, there's but obviously, trust me when we say that this is not the whole story. There's more to come, obviously. Yeah. So that's the 52 titles. There's more to come. So We'll keep you posted. We will keep you posted. On this gigantic, ever-unfolding story. That is the mammoth big news for this week. If you want to discuss these stories or all the rest that we ignored. Like Marvel canceling Uncanny X-Men sure. under the smokescreen of the DC reboot. Sure, there's that. <laughs> you can hit us up on our Facebook page where Joe and I have been planning our own convention. And here's just a taste of what nerds can expect at THNCon. Water slides, armored kid fights, superhero-themed pug parades, Stan Lee and Bob Layton pouring drinks at the bottomless margarita bar, Hulk f***ing Hogan versus a painted green Lou Ferrigno, and a winner takes the name Hulk Steel Cage Match, monster trucks driven by famous movie monsters like Harry from Harry and the Hendersons, and of course, plenty of rock and roll. (laughs) There was no time for our regular reviews this week, so we were forced to add two comics to the ludicrous speed round as part of an experiment that the crybaby physicists at the Hydron Super Collider are warning could punch a hole in reality, sucking everyone in the Quest Center... Where we're not. Where we're not. Into an atomic oblivion, but we ain't scared. No, sir. It's time to put on your lab coats and protective eyewear and simultaneously turn the keys on our super science computers that will start a chain reaction, resulting in the super massive ludicrous speed round! Ludicrous speed! Go! Ghost Rider 0.1. This is the new writer, Rob Williams, channeling Nicolas Cage. I did not need it. There's a lot of usage of the word hoss. Ugh, leave it. I give it a skim it. Blue Estate, number three. I love this book more every time it yeah, comes out. Yeah, one of the most original books on the stands, right? I love all the weird side characters. I give this book a strong buy it. Kazar, number one of five. I like this a little more than I thought I would. The art's kind of crazy, but uh, sort of a fun story we got going on here. Now, I don't remember winged people in the Savage Clan, but they may have introduced that. I'd have given it a buy it. Wow. Mystery Men, number one. Uh, this was a fun debut issue. Uh, it's current, like, brand new characters retroactively added to the past of the Marvel Universe. A nice little mystery, and I'm a sucker for a superhero in a fedora. I give it a buy it. Samurai's Blood, number one. It was a dollar. You're a jerk if you don't buy it. It was an image, number one. It was a dollar. The art was pretty good. It's a samurai story. I don't know if I'm going to read more, but you're a jerk if you don't pay a dollar for a number one. Buy it. <laughs> Fear itself, Deadpool, number one. Yes, I tried a Deadpool comic. <laughs> I said I was going to read them all, and I did. 
That said, Deadpool is not for me. No. I've outgrown it or something. I don't even know. We've what. outgrown it. That's when did, exactly what Since happened. when did Deadpool have multiple personalities? I liked him better when he was just good at his job and wacky. Yeah, uh, I get this to leave it. You don't need it. Moon Girl, number one. Matt branching out. Uh, Red 5, a new number one from Red 5 Comics. Kind of weird art, sort of Clayton Crane-esque. I didn't love it. It was a little hard to follow. I gave it a skip. Yeah. Flashpoint, Emperor Aquaman, number one. Um... Some cool moments. He's got a flat top. Yeah. It had some cool <laughs> moments, but and, and like the twist of like how he flooded Europe was really neat. However, this book is so overwritten. Uh. It's like, my liege, whatever happened to your wife? Don't mention her name. <laughs> uh, skim it. Iron Age Alpha number one. I liked it. It was fun. This is the I Iron really Man tie-in where he revisits all the old Marvel characters. It looks like they're setting up some fun. Buy it. It looks yeah, like a it's, good time. It's a nice little mini event. You don't have to buy a billion things. It's no. really good. Supreme Power, number one. You know, I gave up on Supreme Power slash Squadron Supreme years ago. Uh, I gave this a, a try. You don't need to know anything to get into it. It was pretty good. That said, I'm giving it a skim it because I don't know how much I Man, care. I skipped it. Yeah. Annihilator's number four. I loved it. I just love this story. If there's one problem that I have with it, they couldn't say Rom Space Knight. Oh, That's the one thing I needed to hear. You had everything here except for Rom's name. Still. I love you, Rom. Strong buy it. Great backup with Groot and Rocket Raccoon. The best part. Ultimate Spider-Man number 159. <laughs> <laughs> buy it! <laughs> Bam! That is your super massive ludicrous speed round. Two extra books. Two extra books, Holy folks. Massive. Almost killed us, too. <laughs> now let's take a look at the comics we're excited about for next week. Joke, what are you hoping will calm your nerves after the adrenaline rush of meeting Kaylee from Firefly, who we didn't get to meet, by the no. way? No. <laughs> uh, my pick is Uncanny X-Men 538, the conclusion of the return to Breakworld or Breakworld Comes to Earth storyline. I'm I'm saying it's the return of Kitty Pride to corporeal form. Gotta be. I've really liked this storyline. Kieran Gillen and Terry Dodson have been knocking that out of the park so i'm eager for the end matt are there any comics coming next week that might get you to shut up about the guy who voiced spike on cowboy bebop canceling his contagion appearance which isn't a big deal because we canceled ours godzilla gangsters and goliaths number one by john layman of chew very fun and albert ponticelli Alberto. with jeff darrow doing covers man Jeff Darrow drawing Godzilla. It's like somebody is pushing my buttons. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Godzilla from IDW has been so much fun. And I've said it before. I'll say it again. This is the quintessential Godzilla book for giant monster nerds out there. Go and buy this. That music means it's time for Ask a Nerd, where you guys send us your comic-related questions. I feel this like week's been forever. It has been. This week's a doozy from our buddy Dave DeMarco. I'm so excited. Joe, this one is a nerd challenge. The value of two nerd strikes. Yes! Dave writes, Since the Captain America movie is fast approaching, I wanted to test Joe's knowledge of a pivotal event in Captain America history. The Scourge of the Underworld. <laughs> My question is, slash, are thus... Name at least 15 of the Scourge's victims, the place where he killed the majority of them, his catchphrase, and what was written on his t-shirt. Oh, what? In the interest of maintaining our hard standards of journalism and radio, I'm going to stop the tape, let Joe write down his answers, and then I'm going to check him. Now, so, you have confirmed that I just wrote those down. I've, I've confirmed I that he wrote those down. I'm calling up the Wikipedia page to check you. All right. Here we go. Mirage. Yes. Blue Streak. Yes. I believe he had roller skates. Uh, Miracle Man, not the Miracle Man you're thinking not of. Not that Miracle Man. 
Uh, Death Adder. Correct. Basilisk. Correct. A favorite of Dave DeMarco's. Titania 1. Not the... Not... Observing Man's Wife, but a different Titania. Not that Titania. Yes. Uh, Letha? Letha, check. Okay. Uh, Grappler? Grappler, check. Off of the Book of the First Dead. First appeared in She-Hulk 18, the yes. Grappler. Uh, Hammer and Anvil, two separate characters. They were chained together like Lawrence Fishburne and that Baldwin. Yes. In that movie. Hammer and Anvil, fled. check and check. Okay. The Ringer, a character that I love. Check. Birdman. Not, not the Hannah Birdman. Birdman. Not Harvey Birdman. <laughs> Melter. Check. Cyclone. Check. Cyclone and, 1. Yeah. Uh, and my personal favorite, Turner D. Century. A dude who dressed up like a vaudeville performer and fought Spider-Man. What a villain. <laughs> Talk about evil. That's 15, sucker. That is 15. Where uh, did the majority of these deaths take place? They, they took place in a seedy watering hole called The Bar With No Name. Correct. Uh, Scourge posed as the bartender. And what was written on his Dude, I don't know. I don't know what it says exactly. I know that it's sort of like a weird 80s tough guy slogan. It was Muscle Beach. Muscle Beach. Generic Muscle Beach. Yeah. Uh, and his catchphrase was, justice is served. Correct. And that's what he would shout as he was killing somebody. That's pretty good. I'm, I'm only giving you one nerd stripe. That is bull. Hey, talk to your friend Dave DeMarco. He's the one with the 15-part question. I get one and a half nerd stripes just because I didn't know muscle beach. You don't get to make those decisions, mister. As always, you can send your Ask a Nerd questions about anything comic-related to TwoHeadedNerd at gmail.com. And if it's a nerd challenge, make sure and mark it for Matt's eyes only in the subject line. Next week, the comic pushers are back. So if you need some suggestions for what you should be reading, meet us out behind the alley. Because if you got the money, we got the stuff. <laughs> sort, of, sort of break it, break it down like down, this. That's it. There's nothing more we can tell you about this week. We covered everything. I don't it, have anything else to say. It was an amazing show. This week's two-headed nerd comic cast was. <laughs> if you love hearing how we deal with a script written for a totally different recording environment, where we would have been surrounded by throngs of convention goers and D-list celebrities, then this show is for you. And you're gonna want to subscribe to it on iTunes, where your star ratings and reviews make us feel like Jewel Stady is always winking it's at us. State. Jewel State. Looks like Stady to me. It's S-T-A-I-T-E, not T-I-E. Whatever. <laughs> As always, you can find all things Two-Headed and Nerdy at TwoHeadedNerd.com, where you can find our Twitter handles and links to our buddies like Alter Ego Comics in Marion, Iowa. Special shout-out to Bavarian Aaron. You can also submit your Ask a Nerd questions or beg for some comic pusher suggestions. If that's not enough, head over to our Facebook page where you can become a fan of the THN and answer the question of the week. This week's query, what DC relaunch title are you least looking forward What's to? What's the worst OMAC by Dan DiDio. <laughs> That's the easy one. Before we go, our weekly shout-out goes to Christopher Sabella, writer of Screamland for Image Comics. Your moms just came into the store and bought issue number one. I actually paid for it. Until next time, True Relievers, if the mighty Mo don't swell up and swallow us whole, this is the Two-Headed Nerd, signing off. Buenos noches. <laughs>